college football experience. North Texas Mean Green 2023 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes. Score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize. Uh, join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Once again, that is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN Let It Ride. Football experience, North Texas, Mean Green 2023 season preview episode. Almost at North Dallas 40, classic football movie. Go check it out if you haven't. But look, I'm excited to talk about a new era. New era in many capacities uh, for the Mean Green because they're entering a brand new conference in the AAC. A step up from the CUSA. They're also breaking in a brand new head coach. We're going to talk all about it. We're going to go through the schedule game by game. Talk about how, where we see, uh, you know, the mean green going year one. Hopefully, you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. But yes, we're going to break down the offense, the defense, the special teams, the transfer portal, everything that you need to know heading into the 2023 college football season. Uh, excited to talk mean green football. Perhaps you're wondering who is this idiot yelling at you? Well, ah, that's, that's old me uh, pick Dundee here, AKA Colby dad. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's exciting in Denton, Texas. Good old Denton, Texas. College football, less than a month away. The true American pastime. I'll give me this MLB bullshit. College football goes back further. All right. Texas is college football. Let's jump in to the mean green 2023 season preview because they're breaking in a a brand new head coach. And if you listen to the introduction, we had Mike Leach on the introduction there uh, because I think it's only fitting rest in peace to our old friend, Mike one Leach. But Seth Luttrell was the head coach of, uh, of, of North Texas from 2016 to 2022. They, uh, they were actually in 
the conference USA championship a year ago. They lost North Texas did. He was 44 and 44. Uh, he went to six bowl games in seven years and they fired him on a year. He played for the conference USA championship. Seth Luttrell is a Mike Leach guy. He played for him at Oklahoma. He dropped the the playbook. If you go far enough back, he was a fullback at Oklahoma. And one time Mike Leach did give a, a fake playbook to Texas, essentially uh, had Seth Luttrell drop it while running into the, uh, the locker room before this, the game kicked Texas grabbed it and thought that this was the playbook. And really it was a fake playbook. So they're going from one Mike Leach guy, Seth Luttrell. Look, I think it's pretty silly that they fired him, but still it is what it is. They have fired Seth Luttrell and they bring in Eric Morris. Now who's Eric Morris? That's a guy that played wide receiver for Mike Leach at Texas tech. He also uh, coached for coach Leach at uh, Washington state in 2012. Uh, and most recently was back at Washington state as the offensive coordinator with KM ward and stuff in 2022. Uh, he was also the incarnate word head coach from 2018 to 2021, where he was 24 and 18 as the head coach of incarnate word took him to two FCS playoff appearances. Uh, so one Mike Leach guy to another Mike Leach guy. I know Seth Luttrell was a fullback. They focused a little more on running the rock and uh, Morris is definitely going to air this thing out. It's going to be super interesting. Um, like I said, I'm not sure that Latrell deserved to be fired. So a little, little iffy there, but Morris, not, not Morris's fault that they fired him. Um, so it could be a good hire could work out. They're entering the AAC. So step up in competition, you know, all, with all this college football realignment stuff. Uh, so if you've been, you know, heading the clouds in the off season, the new AAC uh, consists of, well, we know Houston, UCF, and Cincinnati j- jump up to the Big Twelve, uh, and the AAC just loaded up on teams. So now we have this in the AAC, and I'm see if I can do this off memory. Uh, South Florida staying in the AAC, but now Florida Atlantic joins. Uh, Tulane, who won the AAC a season ago still in the AAC Memphis, still in the AAC Navy temple, still in the AAC East Carolina, the greatest institution still in the AAC. Same with the Tulsa golden hurricane. Uh, but they also have added now UTSA, the Roadrunners meet meep who won the conference USA, North Texas, who played for the conference USA championship, the rice owls benefit from a step up. Um, the Charlotte 49ers are also jumping up Florida Atlantic as I alluded to. And I believe, I believe that is everyone. Am I forgetting one perhaps, but off the top of my head, I believe that is everyone. So it's, it's a brand new conference competition. Going to be a little bit better. Should be fun. Shout out to the chat rocking already lane. Elliot saying solo done did. Yeah. Sometimes you got to break away. You know what I mean? George Harrison's best records came when he left the Beatles. You know what I mean? So, you know, sometimes you got to do that. You got to say it's Nick Patty. C. get the fuck out of here. I will rock solo. Um, shout out to the chat though. Um, and, and he says a good friend of the family left the staff at UNT as linebacker coach and recruiting director to go to incarnate word as the DC shout out to UNT. Yes. In Denton, Texas, the mean green where Joe Green once played, and look, we could we could do that. We could we could load that back up. It's a proud program here at Denton, Texas. 
As far as I'm concerned, they're co-national champions back in 1977, where they went 11 and one because the national champion was 11 and one. So hit us up. If you want us to fill out any paperwork so you can claim your national championship. They also have uh, some other great years with only one loss, 1941, a few other ones too. Haven't done a deep dive if they deserve the national championship, but point is they're a national championship caliber team. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. All right, look, we're going to break down the transfer portal, the offense, the defense, the special teams. But before we do all of that, I want to tell you that the North Texas mean green college football, 2023 season preview episode on the college football experience is, uh, is brought to you by sports gathering podcast, Patreon. Yes. Sports gathering podcast. Patreon is a perfect place for any diehard DJ sign up for the Patreon to get a, to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollars for first place. Plus a monthly SGP stories podcast. You might hear about the time Patty C cost me 10 grand. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's an ad free uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades of being DJs. There's even a discord channel just for patrons, but I, you need to know this. You need to know this sports gathering podcast has, and always will give out their picks for free. All right. This isn't a move to charge for picks. We were not going to do that. Uh, but the Patreon is just a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. All right. So sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon at sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. And remember as always folks to let it ride. All right. We are back on the college football experience, North Texas, mean green 2023 season preview. Hayden Fry used to coach North Texas. Joe mean Joe green. I wonder how they got the name, huh? Mean Joe Green was a North Texas, North Texas guy. So uh, look, uh, we normally have to key in on the transfer portal to start off an episode. Six, seven years ago, we were doing this shit, and we didn't have to do that. It was like one guy transferred, but now it's crazy times in college athletics. So uh, departing North Texas because obviously with a coaching change, normally you get a shit ton of departures. So uh, let's jump into it. Linebacker Larry Nixon the third, who is a stud. He's now with the Auburn Tigers. Hugh Strip Club Free State. Here's a bag of cash. Come play for the SEC. Right? Wide receiver Jair Shorter. He can play too. Four star transfer. He got a bag of cash from Hugh Strip Club Freeze too at Auburn. Just coming into the Auburn Tigers. Said War Eagle. Nothing like a good bag of cash to change your mind. Uh, offensive lineman Dane Jackson heads out to the Ohio Bobcats. Grant Guttel, quarterback. He's in the portal. Uh, defensive lineman Tayshawn Johnson's also in the portal. Defensive end Cam Robertson heads out to SMU in Dallas, uh, right down the road. Tight end uh, Varkees Gums heads out to Arkansas. That was a huge get for the Razorbacks. Four-star transfer get. Brutal loss for North Texas. Uh, Sam pulled pork Pittman goes out and grabs Gums. Uh, they also lost wide receiver Catlib. Uh, Katib Lyles, I think it is, to Austin P with the governors. They also lost quarterback Deshaun Gaddy to the Ole Miss Rebels and Lane Kiffin. Uh, so they're getting pretty annihilated. Also, wide receiver Latrell Neville in the portal for the Mean Green. Running back Preston Landis heads out to the Texas A&M Aggies. Uh, tight end Jake Roberts, Jake the Snake Roberts, 
Uh, he heads out to Baylor. Defensive lineman Dayton LeBlanc heads out to the portal as well. And uh, also, tight end Asher Alberding heads out to the Cal Golden Bears, who they play week one in Denton, Texas. Um, man, that's a lot of losses right there. It's a lot of losses. I think that's everyone. If I missed you, I apologize. Now, incoming to the mean green is they go out to UMass and bring in defensive end, uh, Vixaril Al. Alabwaday. I'm probably butchering your fucking name. I apologize. All right. But uh, yeah, they bring in a UMass defensive end. I don't know if that means much considering how bad they've been, but maybe. Uh, wide receiver Blair Conright comes in from the TCU Horn Frogs. Kicker Noah Rauschenberg comes in from Baylor. Did a little Baylor trade there. Uh, wide receiver Trey Cleveland from the Texas Tech Red Raiders comes in to North Texas. Also, also offensive lineman Ethan Milner from Arkansas State, the Red Wolves. He's coming into Denton, Texas. Uh, UNLV safety Philip Hall coming in to North Texas. Um, Texas Tech offensive tackle Larry Moore coming in. Georgia Tech offensive lineman Paula Veapulu coming into North Texas. And this was the big one here. Quarterback Chandler Rogers from ULM with Terry Bowden in the Sunbelt. That is a very nice get. Um, I still say they lost the portal. I don't think there's any way. I mean, you got your starting quarterback. Normally I lobby on this very show that if you get the starting quarterback, you win the portal. Eh, just don't know that it's true in this instance. So I'm going to say they lost the transfer portal because a lot of those guys, Larry Nixon, Jair shorter, uh, you know, gums, the tight end. Um, yeah, they got, they got pretty killed in the portal cam Robertson. So I'm going to say they lost the portal, but they did get their starting quarterback. So I don't think it's like a, a, a just a huge Huge flat out L, but I do think they took a loss in the portal. Um last year, and I don't know how relevant these stats are, but to stay on script with what we do, remember we're breaking down all 133 college football teams with a solo podcast for each and every team in the land. Uh last season under Seth Latrell, the mean green were 27th in scoring offense, 25th in rush offense, 36th in pass offense, charting at the 21st best defense in America. Defensively, they were uh, they were 109th in scoring defense, 115th in rush defense, pass defense at 109, total defense 120. So that's, but all those coaches are gone. So I don't know if these mean anything. So the, obviously defense was was what they were bad at last year. But once again, this is a completely different roster. I feel like so uh, there is that. Um, don't I don't I just think you don't look too much into it. Just that's just me having to rattle off. Having to rattle off what we normally do here, um, but we can talk about what we expect from the offensive line here. Or sorry, from the offense, and I'll, I'll key in on the offensive line because the thing that stands out to me on the O line is they return everybody. Five starters back on the offensive line. Yes, uh, well, if you add in the transfers, you know, bringing in the Arkansas State transfer bringing in the Georgia tech, you know, they have five starters. So they should be one of the better offensive lines in the AAC. Maybe one of the better in America. Uh, I know I was talking to Phil Steele. Go check out our Phil Steele uh, 
podcast. He was just on the show within the week. And uh, he said that he thinks are one of the best. Uh, I think he had him ranked in this top twenty-five offensive lines in America. So there is that for Chandler Rogers to walk into at the quarterback spot. They still have Jace Reuter. They also have Stern er- Stone Earl uh, and JD he- Head. So they have a lot of quarterbacks that have had experience or re- or somewhat highly recruited. Chandler Rogers steps in though; he's dual threat. That could be fun to watch there. Obviously, Austin Une is gone after his 75th year of college football. Uh, so you gotta like that, even though, you know, a little bit of a, a shift from a philosophical point of view uh with with this offense. But running back spot, Akika Ragsdale. I'm probably butchering his name, but he's good. Fourth team all CUSA a season ago. He's back. They also have Ayo Adaye. Oscar Attaway, all back. The running back room is deep. Uh, one thing Latrell could do as a former fullback was run the ball. Uh, wide receiver wise, Trey Cleveland, remember, coming in from Texas Tech. They also have Damon Ward, also Roderick Burns, uh, back, played 12, uh, 12 starts a year ago. Um, they're going to be counting on, though, Kalen Horton, a senior, to step up. Also, the, remember, they got the TCU transfer in Conright. Uh, so that will be the receiving room. Maybe Jamori Macklin also, uh, the sophomore, the five eleven sophomore might get in that action. I know he played in a few games a season ago. Uh, so there's that. The offensive line. The, I, I would circle the receiving core because you're going air raid. You're not using tight ends. Um, I would circle the receiving core as the biggest X factor here. I think the the quarterback play looks solid. The depth looks solid. The running back room certainly deep. The offensive line obviously. Uh, probably the the best unit on this offense. So you like to see that though coming into a brand new season with a brand new head coach. Uh, the de- I mean, the defensive side of the ball, as I alluded to, clearly the weak point of the team a season ago. But there's room to be optimistic here, especially on the defensive line when you factor in Mason Richards' second team all CUSA from a season ago. He is back at the DN spot. Also, Roderick Brown, nose tackle, back uh, defensive tackle. Also, Fatafihi Valeja. Uh, back. Also, I know they're excited about Cadron Johnson. So the defensive line returns returns pretty much everybody there. So can they get better? Obviously, they weren't the greatest defensive line a season ago, but you got to like the fact you're returning those guys. And I know they're excited about Johnson. Linebacking core, circle this one. This is the this is the red flag area on the defense. Now, if you told me uh, where would you prefer to have your weakest unit on defense? Back in the day, it would always be. Secondary, but now the way everyone throws the ball around, I think you always say linebacking core because they got killed killed with the returning production there. Only Kevin Wood is back out of uh, the the four backers, uh, so you're going to be counting on Carson Crop, also Jordan Brown, and and Nick Nagwasaw. So there's that. I think that's what you circle for the clear point of weakness on this team. Secondary. All right, I can be talked into the secondary being solid because uh, free safety Logan Wilson is back. They are breaking in a brand new strong safety uh, transfer from UNLV and Philip Hall. Uh, the corners, both corners back though, and John Davis and Ridge Texada, and they bring in an Arizona State uh, transfer for depth. And and Texada was first team all CUSA a season ago, stepping up in competition, but breaking in a new kicker and a new punter. It's always a little concerning if you're in some close games. Um, but yeah, I want to key in on the coordinator hires because obviously Eric Morris has been he's been an OC a long time, but he brought in 
Uh, his guy from Washington State, Jordan Davis. He was an analyst of, for him at Washington State. He is now the new OC in Denton. Defense coordinator is I like this hire, Matt Capone, Capone. He was with Matt Campbell at Iowa State, so like that get. Also, Drew Savode. I don't even know how to fucking pronounce his name. He's a special teams coach. He was at Alabama for two years. Swoboda, Swoboda, I think it is. Um, anyway, I kind of like the hires. I kind of like what they bring back, considering it's a brand new team. But this team went to the USA Championship a season ago. That I mean, you could walk into worse scenarios. So let's let's talk about this because um, we're gonna go game by game on the schedule. But I'm kind of optimistic on what is returning. If the receiver room can step up and the defense just be a little bit improved. I think North Texas could be a player in the AAC, but we're going to get to that. We also got Michael Barker going to join us in a little bit. Talk about his travels down to Denton, Texas in North Texas mean green stadium. Uh, but before we do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience, North Texas mean green 2023 season preview episode. It's brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes. The NFL season is right around the corner. And underdog pickup is a great way to get down on a ton of NFL player props. It's available in a ton of different markets as well. Plus, there's plenty of opportunities to win in their daily MLB contest. And of course, make sure to enter their best ball mania where first place gets $3 million. Head on over to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. And look, I'll tell you, we've been with underdog a couple of years. Normally during the college football season, during those weeknight games, which I know North Texas is is probably going to play it a few uh, over the years. You know whether it was last year in the CSA or maybe there's I think a a game or two on the schedule here. I can't remember, but uh, you know they, just for the football fans out there, they do a great job with player props for those weeknight games. So make sure you check us out, UnderdogFantasy.com promo code SGPN, folks. All right, we are back on the college football experience. Shout out to the chat, rocket along. Uh, Anthony Eason saying, is that the sports almanac from the back to the future in the background? Correct. Correct. It is. Uh, I love to have Tony Eason in the chat, you know, former new England Patriots quarterback from Illinois that uh, took the Pats to the super bowl in 85 before buddy Ryan destroyed the shit out of them. But uh, yeah, shout out to the chat. If you're rocking along on this beautiful, beautiful Thursday, um, Let's let's continue talking about this because if you're watching on YouTube and folks remember, Mean Green fans, subscribe to the College Football Experience because all year we talk college football. I also I also host the FCS College Football Experience, so if you're an FCS fan, check us out as well. And we and I also host the College Basketball Experience. Wow, uh, Grant McCassa, what a great story at North Texas. I know he moves along to Lubbock. But I still think that program is going to be very, very good during the college basketball season. I'll be here each and every single night of the season. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. We also have the Big 12 experience, a brand new podcast, part of our feed. Go check out that and the college baseball experience. Maybe you're a college baseball, that sport's getting more and more popular. All those are separate podcasts. Subscribe to all of them on iTunes, Spotify, whatever. But we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. All right, but if you are watching on YouTube right now, you'll see this sweet graphic. Even though it was made by uh, shout out to our graphics guy Cam Kerr, who is a Texas A and M grad. Disgusting, right? Uh, the win total sitting at six and a half wins. Uh, 
Um, first reaction. I actually think first reaction without diving into the schedule, you're kind of all over the place. Cause you're like, well, I think they won seven a year ago, but they lost their coach. Some of their best players left the portal uh, via the portal. They're jumping up a conference. So I think on first reaction, you're probably like, nah, I see like six and six, five and seven, maybe seven and five. So kind of, kind of the, the shoe kind of fits, but I think I would lean under without looking into the schedule. Now let's, let's jump into the schedule and talk a little mean green football, because this is where I think it gets uh, very exciting. If you're if perhaps if you are a fan of the mean green week one, a huge game for Eric Morris. No, I'm not talking about the agency. Or is that William Morris? Okay. Yeah, whatever. Um, this game's just very interesting because Cal hasn't been very good lately. I do think Cal will be better than this year, perhaps than some people think. There's also a chance that the Pac-12 will not exist by the time this game will be the final year of the Pac-12. Uh, it's in Denton, Texas, which is part of the reason why the Pac-12 probably loses a lot of these games is because they schedule fucking insane as far as non-con going on the road to the group of fives. I would favor Cal just because it's Eric Morris's first game, but it wouldn't shock me if the North Texas Mean Green won this game. Do I think they're live dogs? I, I do think they're live dogs. I will favor Cal, so I will say zero and one to start the season. But you gotta like that as your power five non-con game, uh, having them come to Denton week two at Ricardo Silva stadium in Miami, Florida, they take on the airport formerly known as Florida international. All right. Uh, they're going to go down there to the tarmac and beat the piss out of them. I think FIU got destroyed in the portal. I favor North Texas there. So I will say one and one out the gate by September 9th. On September 16th, they head to Joe Alette Stadium in Ruston, Louisiana, to take on Sonny Cumbie. This is a Eric Morris and Sonny Cumbie both played for Mike Leach, so it's a it's a this is a Leach Bowl game right here. Uh, I favor North Texas because I mean I know Bachmeyer comes into La Tech. They also have uh, Harris uh, back at, at the wideout spot. They bring in Dakota Crawford, the transfer from uh, Nebraska. I still think right now on paper the better team is North Texas. You gotta go win there, but obviously back to back away games to to week two and week three. So I got up two and one, and they have that early bye week. And if there's one knock against this schedule, I would say it's the fact that bye week comes on Saturday, September twenty third. They come out of the bye week and they take on Abilene Christian out of the UAC, the United Athletic Conference, brand new conference. Uh, we just did our preview on the FCS College Football Experience. Go check out the UAC preview because Oliver Luck is the commissioner of that conference, former XFL commissioner. Uh, Abilene Christian probably going to be pretty good. Sneaky game, but I favor North Texas. But watch out, watch out there a little bit. But yeah, so three and one through the first month of September with potential to be four and zero. That's why that Cal game's huge. And now they head to Annapolis, Maryland, to take on the Navy Midshipmen. This is an interesting game to me because you know, a you're not. It shouldn't be that cold in Maryland on October seventh. So you like the fact if you got to play at Navy. You get them in the first five weeks, but you also have the NCAA ridiculous rule changes regarding cut blocks, which I think makes the game a lot more, you know, uh, unsafe. If uh, you know, we're trying to make the game safe, right? 
Uh, and I also just think it's fucking ridiculous. So uh, Navy's going to be out of the gun. Some that, you know, Brian Newberry era starts in Annapolis this year. They have a brand new offense coordinator coming over from Kennesaw kind of a mystery game to me. I can tell you this. I know Patty C normally likes to take the, uh, the option, the service or the, uh, the option schools against the air raid Texas schools. Cause they have a long history of beating the piss out of them. So I'll let's just, I'll, 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 I'll lean into that trend. Let's Let's go Navy to get that one done. But is it winnable? 100%. Wouldn't shock me if they're five and zero here, but I will say Navy gets it done three and two. Now the temple owls and EJ Warner come in the Denton, Texas Stan Drayton. I thought somewhat impressed. I know the defensive side of the ball was, was really bad in Philly a year ago, but the offensive side of the ball was moving along. They bring in Dante, Wright to transfer from Colorado state. Um, I lean North Texas though. I would favor North Texas here. So that would then put them. I mean, really they could be six and oh, they really could be six and oh here. I got them at four and two before they head to new Orleans to take on the reigning AAC champs, Michael Pratt and the two lane green wave and Willie Fritz. Uh, that's a loss. That's a loss. All right. But man, it's not the craziest thing Tulane played a couple close games last year. They got hit a little bit in the portal slash graduation. So I will put them at four and three after that game. And then comes a big one, this stretch in general. That's what's interesting about the schedule. This four game stretch. It's pretty fucking brutal. Uh, they're home to the Memphis tigers and Ryan silver, silver flesh. And uh, I mean, I favor Memphis, but not by much. This is like a field goal game to me could go either way, but I think Memphis returns a ton. They lost a lot of close games a season ago. They have coaching continuity. So I will favor Memphis, but wouldn't shock me. Wouldn't shock me. Uh, so I got them at uh, that would put them at four and four. And then they host UTSA who they lost to in the conference USA championship game a season ago. Frank Harris, AKA captain Harris is back at UTSA, but they did lose the car. Franklin. He's gone. He's off to the old miss rebels. But Jeff Trailer's been doing a really good job in San Antonio. So I would favor UTSA. But once again, these games have been kind of close over the past few years. So that would put them at four and five. And then on a short week, they are at SMU. That four game stretch is brutal. At Tulane, home to Memphis, home to UTSA, at SMU. You could argue those are the top four teams in the conference. I know East Carolina and Florida Atlantic might have something to say about that. But you could make that case uh, at SMU. I would favor SMU. It's also on a short week, so then I would put them at four and six. Then on Saturday, November eighteenth, they head to H. A. Chapman Stadium to take uh, the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. Kevin Wilson, the new head coach in Tulsa. I think it's a win for North Texas. Might be a little chilly up in uh, Tulsa though, but uh, give me that as a win to go to uh, to the fifth win of the season, and then they host Trent Dilfer and UAB to end the season. UAB is the ultimate mystery team to me. I have no idea that hire made no fucking sense to me. It doesn't mean that it's a bad hire. It's just, we've never seen him be a position coach at all in college football. I know UAB's roster was decently talented. I'll lean North Texas just because of the unknown. So that would put me at six and six. The number is six and a half. Vegas on it, uh, somewhere between six and seven, they think. So I lean under, but I could, I mean, they could start out six and oh. They could upset Memphis. They could beat Navy in Annapolis. They could beat Cal in Denton. 
Like the only flat out loss I see on this schedule is at Tulane. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I lean under though. I think they're probably going to be six and six. They could be. I, I mean, I don't feel good about this at all because I honestly think they could win eight, nine games also. So uh, worst case scenario, I'm going to try to build you the worst case scenario. They lose to Cal. They lose one of the FIU La Tech games. So one and two, they beat Abilene. So two and two in September, worst case scenario, they lose to Navy two and three, or that'll be a third loss. Tulane beats them fourth loss. Memphis beats them fifth loss. UTSA beats them sixth loss. SMU beats them seventh loss. And then UAB gets them eighth loss. So to me, like the floor is like four and eight. Ceiling. Ceiling is like, honestly, ceiling's like, to me, <laughs> it's like fucking 10 and two. So, going to be fascinating to watch uh, the North Texas uh, season this year. I think six and six is probably what's going to happen. Uh, but you got to love really. There's only like a four game, a tough four game stretch. And, and I think if you're a mean green fan, you circle from October 21st to November 10th, your season, your chance to go to the AAC championship, probably going to, ha- you know, re- it's going to reside basically with that four game stretch right there. You, you go three and one of that stretch. I think, uh, you know, you're playing for an AAC championship. Most likely you do avoid Florida Atlantic and ECU, which I think are two of the two of the better schools in the conference. Uh, you also avoid rice. who I actually think might be decent this year. So you, schedule is a little bit favorable in, in conference. Also the non-con let's talk about the non-con you get two CUSA schools in Florida international lot tech and the Cal golden bears and Abilene Christians, not a daunting non-con. It is a nice schedule for Eric Morris year one. Gonna be fantastic to watch all of this stuff. And uh, yeah, um, I don't know. They were, they were what seven and six a year ago. It's kind of what they, it's kind of what they fired Latrell for is going six and six. I mean, his all time record was 44 and 44. He's been to what uh, six bowl games in seven years when they fired him. I I think it's probably going to be six and six, probably exactly what Latrell was doing under Eric Morris. We will see. Look, uh, I'm on the under, but I don't love that play. That will not be a lock that I mentioned. Uh, because they do return their whole line of scrimmage on the offense and the defensive line. Uh, so it should be very interesting to see how they do before we get out of here though. I had a chance to sit down with college football campus tour to talk about his travels down to Denton, Texas to, to, uh, to uh, what mean green stadium or whatever they're calling this shit now. So, uh, you know, with no further ado, let me uh, cue up that interview. Uh, so here we go. Joining me on the college football experience, North Texas mean green season preview is none other than Michael Barker, AKA college football campus store. You might be wondering, Hey, what, what are you talking about? Colby college football campus store. Yes. Michael uh, is known as college football campus store on Twitter. And he has, in my opinion, like the coolest page out there in the universe, because it, if you love college football, he, he basically documents every game he goes to when he goes to like a hundred games a year. It's like five, six, seven games a week. Sometimes it's like a Wednesday night in Jacksonville, Florida, then the next, or, you know, or Jacksonville state in Alabama. And then uh, the next night he's in, he's in uh you know, Iowa city ch- checking out a Hawkeyes game. And then after that, later that night, he's in a uh, college station or something. I don't know, but it's fucking insane. 
He does all these posts about the history of the stadium. It's it's absolutely fantastic. Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the the show to talk about North Texas and and I'm just going to call it North Texas Stadium. Uh how you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Thank you for such a great introduction and yeah, even though the stadium is built in 2011, it's already had three names, so we can go over that history as we preview North Texas. Three names, two conferences, right? Cuz <laughs> Right. It's hard to keep track of this, but yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, this is a program though, that, uh, that, you know, is, is spending some decent amount of money on football and they've kind of c- came up, played in the CUSA championship a year ago. Now they jump to the AAC. I'm sure they're excited about this and the possibilities are not far from Dallas. Obviously Texas is football. Uh, tell me about the history of the stadium though. So it's fairly new opened in 2011. Uh, when it opened, it was named Mean Green Stadium. Shortly after that, it was renamed Apogee Stadium, and it's been that since uh, for the last 10 years or so. And then actually official uh, in 2023, it is renamed DATQ Stadium after a local credit union. So um, get your scorecard out if you're keeping track of stadium names. Uh, it replaced... Phelps Field, which was the home of North Texas football from 1952 to 2010. Uh, the record crowd was 30,123 versus Houston in 2019. Uh, interesting facts. Number one it is the first newly built stadium to achieve LEED platinum certification, which is, you know, those green stadium certifications. And then when you go there, the most obvious distinctive feature at DAQ Stadium is the B-shaped Eagle Wing uh, end zone seats. It's in the north end zone. And the the points of each Eagle Wing reach 106 feet. And it's pretty treacherous. I've been up there and, um, you know, hang on to the rail. But it's very cool from the outside. It's lit up from the back. And it looks like two Eagle Wings and no other uh, stadium in the country has anything like it. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it via, you know, Google image right now. The stadium looks really cool. I got to get there at some point. And and what's shocking to me is their enrollment is like 41,000 people if if this if Google is correct here. I mean, this this is another one that could be a I mean, compared to like I know you know, there's a lot of schools out there but that are in the P5 that you know, Wake Forest I feel like has like just a few thousand people. Baylor, I don't know how many, but I'm saying like there's a lot of people at 41,000 people is, is a, is a huge enrollment. You wonder what this university can be down the road here. And especially at this stadium, uh, tell me how many times have you been there? So just to kind of bridge off what you're saying, uh, Denton is only 35 minutes, uh, from Dallas North. And so, uh, and we know how crazy people are for football in Texas. You talk about the enrollment over 40,000, a newer facility. So they have a lot of the boxes checked. You mentioned making it to the conference championship game in CUSA last year. So tons of momentum, part of the reason why they got in the AAC. So hopefully they can continue to build on it. I've been to two games at that Q stadium. Uh, one was in 2020. It was a season finale COVID game against UTEP, but the best game I ever went to was 2018. It was a, a weeknight game versus FAU. And that was FAU with Lane Kiffin. And it was a shootout, exactly 1,000 combined yards between the two teams. <laughs> and um, DeAndre Torrey sealed the game with a 92-yard kickoff return for a touchdown in the fourth quarter. 
and North Texas won 41 to 38. A great game, and uh, they play a lot of weeknight games, so I'm looking for a chance to catch my my third game in North Texas or in Denton, and the first game officially at that Q Stadium. That Q Stadium. Look, I like Mean Green Stadium. All right, I, I know I opened with North Texas Stadium. We're gonna we're gonna stick with Mean Green Stadium here. But man, look, over a thousand yards in a game. Wow, that's insane! What a great game to go to. Uh, well, hell, man. Look, I I I am excited about their future. I know you know some people can, can will say, well, how do they fire Seth Luttrell in a year that they go to the uh, a, I mean the conference USA championship? Uh, look, I don't know. But I can tell you this: they're throwing money into football, which I'm all on board uh, with that, and I know you are too. And look, maybe, uh, maybe I can get out to a game there or whatever they're calling the stadium these days. Uh, Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show, man, and uh, maybe I'll meet meet you there one day. Yeah, and it's a good uh, it's a good school for a two for one with SMU. So maybe a day game at SMU, a night game at Denton, that would work. But hopefully, we can make that happen. Amen, man. Look at that. He's talking two for ones. All right. This, this is what, I, this is why you need to follow his page at CFB campus tour. Like I said, he goes to like 30, like I, I randomly, I didn't know him before Twitter just threw through the algorithm in my face. And I was like, wait, he was at this game earlier today. Now he's at this game tonight. And then tomorrow he's at this game. What the fuck? Uh, absolutely great work uh, that you do, Michael. And uh, yeah, folks get out there. Twitter at CFB campus tour. It's a must follow. Appreciate you hopping on the show, man. Take care. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Colby. Appreciate it. Anytime, man. Michael Parker. That was fantastic. Look, I got to get down there to whatever the hell they're calling this stadium because it's, it's nice. It's outdoors the way football is supposed to be. It's not that you at UTSA bullshit playing at the house that Cadillac Anderson built. All right. Now this is, this is outdoors. This is football, baby. Uh, look folks, I'm on the under. But I'm intrigued to see. I could this will not be a lock. I could tell you that certainly. Subscribe to the college football experience. Um, we're and first off, give us a follow on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Give us a follow there. Make sure you check out all of our 133 previews that we are doing for college football 2023. Uh, NC Nick Patty C. They'll be back. You know, so I've done, I'd only done this is only the second sol- solo show I've done out of that 133. So check it out. And uh, yeah, um, what else we got? The FCS College Football Experience. Subscribe to that. iTunes, Spotify, wherever. Obviously, this is the College Football Experience. So subscribe to both the College Basketball Experience, the College Baseball Experience, the Big Twelve Experience. So all separate podcast feeds. Go subscribe. We come together as one on YouTube. YouTube.com/slash The College Experience. Go listen to that Phil Steele interview. Also. Um, uh, by the way, I think we're going to have what Randy cross on talking college football in the next few days here. Check out that one as well. And uh, yeah, uh, make sure, make sure you check out the sports gambling podcast. They're doing their NFL previews, Texans fans, Cowboy fans, whoever, whoever your team is. All right. Check out the sports gambling podcast as they break down all 32 NFL teams. And uh, come talk, come talk mean green football or basketball with us in, in, in the discord sports, slash discord. All right, folks, this is the college football experience. North Texas, mean green style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run and shoot. We can really run and shoot.